Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganas Edwards Johnson. Ned, last night I accidentally fixed parenting. Mm hmm. I uh, didn't mean to do it. It was actually an accident. It was involuntary. It's like how they discovered penicillin. But it works tremendously. Or gravity. Yep. I'm really just trying to like give you as many outs as possible no, before I'm telling you get story. into this. Yeah, um, yeah. Carrie's got a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. And the seven-year-old, um, he does something on the regular that I want to stop under any circumstances possible. Sure. I don't want it to continue. And I've considered one of the most effective ways to stop this would be embar- trying to go into the future and embarrass future him by the fact that he's doing it. Yeah. But that's not possible. Time travel's not a thing. And also, that's not how time travel works either. You would have to go into the past to embarrass him, so he would stop doing it now. Because if he went to the future, he would just stop doing it in the future. No, but he's not going to do this for much longer. He will eventually stop doing this. What I'm talking about is squealing. Hmm. He squeals. Such a little kid thing to do. When he is too excited, he squeals like they're playing, like they're just having a play, and he'll go. He'll eventually get to the point where he's squealing in excitement. Yeah. But the worst one is when he's chucking a tantrum. Like, he doesn't want to do something. All little kids chuck tantrums, but when he doesn't want to do something and he'll reach a very, very high-pitched level of squeal. I think I can rationalise an excited scream because it's a child's brain. It doesn't understand adrenaline and excitement. It's like, like, I just don't know what the hell's going on. It's like a volcano. It just has to erupt eventually. I get it. A tantrum scream is like, I want attention. Like, why am I not being given attention? That. I cannot really reconcile with because I'm like, oh, no, no, no. That's so annoying to hear. There was a squeal level disinterest in going to jujitsu last night uh, because he'd been playing Fortnite, didn't want to leave. Yeah, Anytime right. we have to move the boys from one activity to another, it's yeah. chaos. They don't want to do I it. Just, that's why like, we should just make them sit there like potatoes the whole time yeah. until we need them to do something. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. then they'll be excited to do anything. They'll be so bored that yeah. they'll be like, jujitsu? Hell yeah, let's go do that. But if we've got them literally with their senses overloaded looking at a screen, yeah. it's hard to pry them away to do anything else. 100%, I agree. I heard a squeal yesterday in the hallway that was so loud that it actually smacked me right in the right eardrum. Like it was like it punctured, like it just went boom into yeah. my right eardrum. The one, the yeah, it's where it's like starts rattling your eardrum is where like you're like this is what's going on. What are, like what what are we doing? What are we actually doing right now? So the shame thing. Remember how I told you that I wanted like yeah. show eighteen year old him that this is how he used to carry on in a way yeah. to try and get current him to stop doing it. I found a shortcut to that. Yeah. He did it yesterday, and I was standing at one end of the hallway. He let out this squeal, and I've looked down the hallway at the seven-year-old and completely involuntarily, because it, like, punched me in the ear it was that loud. It's the loudest squeal I've ever heard him do. Mm. I just went, ugh, like with a disgusted ugh, and looked down the hallway at him, and he immediately changed his entire attitude. His it whole behaviour stopped. It was like he saw me, and in that moment, he became an adult. Yeah. He was like, yeah, that was a bit much. Mm. I've taken it a bit far here, yeah. and I probably should just get my gi ready, and we're going to jujitsu. Like, he, he literally looked and went, mm. oh, that was an adult giving me an adult reaction. Yeah. 
enough now. Enough. I've carried on too much. I don't get not being excited about jiu-jitsu. Oh, no, yeah, you awesome. get to put on a gi. And he was so excited yeah. when he got there. Yeah. It's just one activity to the other. That's the problem. Uh, so I it, think- it does seem like your, your overarching grandparenting advice is shame. Which shame. I, I don't know if that's the... I think it's... <laughs> yeah. Look, honestly, yeah. uh, much like an archer, yeah. you would have many different arrows in your, your little quiver. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And you occasionally can yeah. use shame. I don't yeah. think it's an everyday food. I think it's an occasional... <laughs> <laughs> Just a dirty look and a shame in moderation. Like a, oh, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. was that? <laughs> and he went, Oh, yeah, no. Fair I'm, enough. Yeah. I'm being a bit of yeah, That wasn't carrying on yeah. a little bit, aren't I? <laughs> okay, I'll calm it down. <laughs> Taking a look at tomorrow's clue. Well, it's not a clue. It's just it is the code word for tomorrow. 9th of June being tomorrow in this particular occasion. The, co- uh, the code word is... Croissant. 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 Croissant, yeah. Yeah. Croissant. Yeah, croissant That's is the code, yeah, the, yeah. the code word. So yeah. uh, get on the phone when you're told to tomorrow and your code word that you'll need to say back is croissant. Croissant. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, usually a trade-off with a life hack is that you have to do something, like you have to give up something in order to make your life a little easier. I hate life hacks because yeah. of what they've become on the internet, whereas, uh, you know, like, websites, I nearly said the publication then, there's a, there's a mail that may be of a daily nature. Yeah. They just they use life hacks as a way to get people to click through to articles and then the thing is never good. No, it's never good. Life hacks when yeah. they were first being touted used to be like, oh my god, I didn't realise you can use a mop for that. Yeah, And you'd be exactly. like, this has changed my life. But now it's like, did you know that you can eat an apple without peeling it? And you're like, yeah, I did because yeah. that's how everyone eats apples. It's not a life hack. I think we have successfully hacked life. Yeah. And so now we're making them up and we're like, uh, We've just kind of done it. You do sort of usually have to be like, all right, so I'm going to sacrifice a little bit of time now to make my life very effective then, or I'm going to have to get rid of this toothbrush because I'm getting a great shoe cleaner or whatever. It's a little bit about... It's it's all give and take in life hacks. This give is seven trillion times more than the take that you're getting. There's a girl who has said that her frugal boyfriend... Has figured out how he saves you money on bananas. You don't want a frugal boyfriend, though, nah, do you? you don't, don't, in terms don't of boyfriends so. you can have, you don't want a frugal one. Yeah, I would say frugal is definitely like a one C. One of the least, least good ones. I'd say a C- minus in yeah. terms of a boyfriend. Frugal is C-. minus. You don't want a financially irresponsible boyfriend, but yeah. you also don't want a frugal boyfriend. I would say financial irresponsible boyfriend is a B-, minus, and a frugal boyfriend is a C-. Minus. I could pick my If I could pick my type, I'd, yeah. I'd want a financially savvy boyfriend. That's an A+. Because that means he's keeping an eye on the finances, yeah, yeah. but also isn't being silly with yeah. them. Yeah. Well, maybe it's an A-, because it's like you're still t- detracting from a bit of fun. Yeah. What this guy's doing, which is truly unhinged behavior. The frugal boyfriend. The frugal boyfriend is that he's peeling the bananas and putting them in like the, sh- the bags, the super wasteful environmental poison bags that they give you that you don't have to use. Um, putting his banana in there and then weighing it without the peel because he saves like 20 cents because oh my God, he's the taking peel, the peel off yeah. the bananas. And so that means he just has a loose peelless banana in a bag. <laughs> Bananas come in bags. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, that's the, gross. Bananas essentially, to me, are the smartest fruit that nearly have ever existed mm. because you get them in a wrapper. Yeah, it's the, it's the candy bar of the natural world. They're baby bells of, but they're naturally occurring it's baby a, bells. It's a baby bell from a tree. Yeah. How insane is that? That can nature I, was able to produce that, and now we as humans are going, nah, bag for this one thing. Can I just say quickly too? This though is as advertised. Like, this you know is, what you're going to get. This is a life hack. Yeah. 
because it, it just depends on how far you're willing to go. Exactly. Because I've been poo-pooing life hacks. This one's actually good. Yeah. Because the the weight of a banana, a lot of yeah. it is the peel. So yeah. this guy is literally beating supermarkets at their own game. They do provide the plastic bags. Yep. So if they're going to provide them, might as well use them you to save well some cash. Yeah. He's using them in a very... Fr- He's a frugal boyfriend. I just don't know. Like, what do you use this banana for? Because, like, you know how when you... You eat it. No, but if you buy produce from the supermarket, uh, a, a normal, healthy adult thing to do is to wash your fruit and vegetables oh, yeah. because people pick them Oi, up. Wait, stop, stop, yeah. stop, stop, yeah. stop, stop. Yeah. Are you telling me you wash bananas? No, because they come in wrappers. Oh, yeah. How do you wash a peeled banana? Well, no, if you put the banana straight into a bag, yeah. you wouldn't need to wash it. It's come straight from the peel straight to the bag. Yeah, but it's in a bag. Yeah. And well, then the inside hit? of the bag is not the part exposed to the yeah. supermarket. The outside of the bag is. The peels also are very, very, and it's not good, but it's a very, very bare minimum force field around mm-hmm. the very soft, chewy center of a banana. So you're also essentially only going to be able to use this for banana bread. Oh, it's going to be mushed by the time you get home. What a shame that's going to be. And what a bizarre sentence that is when somebody's packing the bag at the supermarket. You're like, hey, no, wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh, Sorry, uh, can you not? Can you put yeah. the delicates in the other bag? Oh, no, you yeah. squashed the bananas. Oh, okay. I'm oh, going to have to go no. get another banana. You put the bread on top of the bananas <laughs> and now you've squashed the bananas. <laughs> We're doing insane as a nickname. That's exactly right. You call up and tell us the cutesy little nickname you've given your dog, whatever it may be, how distant it may be from the actual name, and then Josh and I are going to try and guess what your dog's real name is. That's how it works. It's a name It's a name game based off the genesis of your dumb nickname for your dog. Eloise is on the line from McGregor. How are you? Good, guys. How are you going? Yeah, good, Great, thank you. Eloise. It's about to be a lot better because I'm about to hear your the nickname, the silly nickname <laughs> that you have for your dog. So what is it? Yes. So the nickname is Poochie Doo. Poochie Doo. I love it. I love that. Poochie Doo. Poochie Doo. I love that. I love that. This is why this is my favourite game. Because even if I don't get it right, I'm still happy. Eloise, I will. What kind of dog is Poochie Doo? An English Mastiff. Okay, so no, I'm going with my gut instinct. Your dog's name is Scooby. No. Oh my god. Okay. All right, fair enough. No, that's fair enough. That was probably a little too Poochie obvious. Doo. A little too obvious. <laughs> is it a boy dog or a girl dog, Eloise? It's a girl. A girl, Poochie Doo. I want to change my... Uh, Tell me, okay, well, hit me, what are you... This isn't... This is, I Eloise, you Lucy, can, you I think can it's Lucy, in, but, and then it became uh, Lucy, Lucy Lou, and then it became Poochie, Poochie Doo. Doo. Yeah. That's such... And no, I, I'm looking at no, English... No, okay, no. Oh, wow. That was a bonus guess. That was a bonus Because I'm looking at English Mastiffs, and I'm like, Lucy would be a great name yeah, for this yeah. dog. Poochie Doo. Let's lock in... I, you know what? This I don't even have any. It just came into my head. It all rests on this now. I don't have an explanation for why this would be the dog's name. I don't even have a train of thought I can follow. But is your dog's name Pearl, Eloise? No. Oh. <laughs> Wow, that's. Do you think that like, an English Mastiff? That's not a bad. Pearls are great. Pearls yeah. are not a bad name. For what a, is yeah. your dog's name, Eloise? Her name is Frankie. Okay, right. look, this is why. Do this... we want to understand how yeah, Lucy? How, how did you get to do? Um, I just because she's just such a big, beautiful yeah. Yeah. creature. She just like I just get really mothery with her. Yeah. So yeah. Gorgeous, yeah. yeah. I also think, at least, you've opened up a different, uh, like, a track of this that I really, really like, of saying the name the way that you say it. Yes. Because a lot of people come on here and they, they go like, oh, my dog's nickname is, like, Flashy. And I was like, 
I don't. How, you don't say it like are that. Are you saying like flashy or are you saying flashy? Mm, that's pretty much the same thing. My dog's uh, nickname is Poochie Doo. Yeah, no, you've like, got Poochie Doo. Yeah, 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 yeah fantastic. Eloise, congratulations to you. You've won tickets to see Jared Croker play his 300th game tomorrow night at Geo Stadium. Well, well done. No, no thank problems you. at all. Say hello to Poochie Doo for us. Yes, please. Insane as a nickname will return as soon as he is physically possible. <laughs> Big shout out to my sister Katie listening this morning. Oh, hey Katie. She lives, yeah, in Victoria. She's listening in probably a brand new Mazda. For the first time in my life, my sister's got a better car than me. Yeah, that's right. A, that's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. She's always had like a sort of beat up car, and my beat up car was slightly better than hers, but now she's got like a, a luxury Mazda. Yeah. I'm furious. Not that life is a race, because I it think, I think you find your own metrics, <laughs> and like what, what life is to you is defined by you personally. So I think that. A, Equating it to a race is pointless because it's like, well, what is what's the finish line really other than death? But I will say that Katie is more than lapped you Mm -hmm. considerably. Mm -hmm. Like she has a nicer car than you. She's getting married. She like lives with her partner. She's married. Yeah, yeah. She really has overlapped you to a Mm -hmm. point where like if this was an F one race, they'd ask you to. Please kindly, like, get off the track. She like, used to lap me constantly in Crash Bandicoot Team yeah, Racing yeah. as well. So, I mean, she's just yeah. doing that in life so, now. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, she's just sticking to character. Um, Josh, there's a guy who is sticking to his character, I guess. He's a, the guy, he's claiming that he's the first person to have visited every country in the world without catching a flight. Yeah. His name is... Oof, what a, what, what a name. His name is Thor Pedersen. That is a great name. Thor Pedersen began his mission in 2013 in October, leaving behind his regular job in shipping and logistics. Um, And it's taken him a full decade, but he's done it. He's done it. Okay, so... So he left his car. No, the first thing... Yeah, I'm just trying to work out how to word this. There are some countries on Earth that are very hard to get into. Correct. So he's gone to North Korea as part of this. I'm guessing. (laughs) I mean, Are we doing this with some like super lat- like it's not the ones countries he can that he, get yeah into. the ones he can get Maybe. into? He said first living his home country for of Denmark for Germany. Pedersen then completed his journey a month ago when he f- made it to finally made it to the Maldives. One of I would that imagine would be very isolated. the hardest yeah. places to get to without, without getting on a plane. But yeah, God, like, you wouldn't want to be getting seasick, would you? Because no. he's obviously had to do a lot of uh, oceanic got, travel. He's had to get on container ships and stuff. Like wow. Full container ships. He expected, uh, he had the full support of his wife um, as they expected this epic mission, mission to last like four years. Um, she mustn't like him very much. She's like at a minimum. Four years. They, they, they are. They're no longer what they were when they started. Oh, okay, so so yeah. they're now they. they she started, wasn't. She was yeah. initially supportive, and yeah. then went. No, this is a dumb idea. She is now his ex-wife. Yeah, is okay. what I was yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. So yeah, four years. Boy, now it's a long time. Ten, four to yeah. ten. Like as the whole. Like they were like this will go for four years at at most. For that to be blown out to ten years, I kind of understand. I had to get on shipping contra- containers to get to Australia. Apparently, Australia um, was very hard to well, get to. Isolated, very yeah. isolated. Can I on- just quickly ask you because yep. we're uh, look? I, I don't know what to what end. What That's was the exactly point of this? What, I what was say. the point of this? It's like, yeah, dude, you can do this. I could also probably like trace around the entire of Canberra, like mm-hmm. with a pencil. If I put a pencil on but the what's ground, the point to what? Yeah, like why? Why would I do that? Like, yes, you can do this. You know what? Also, you could have done four hundred years ago. Died of dysentery, but yeah. we don't do that anymore. Maybe he was just like the ultimate having the Truman Show thing. He yeah. needed to prove to himself that yeah. everywhere in yeah. the world was real. He was like, like, I think this is a set. Let's see yeah. how extensive it is. See how much I can traverse yeah. this thing without a plane. <laughs> 
Josh, yesterday on the show, I brought to you and all of Canberra um, a weird observation that I'd noticed that I actually have, despite what pop, uh, pop culture would have you believe, I actually have never seen a human being getting around in real life with an actual monocle. Wearing a monocle. Now, you see, obviously, the Monopoly man has one. Bond villains have one. There's You do see them in movies and TV shows and stuff. But, like, actually, in real life, never... I've seen also people wear costumes and stuff with monocles, but I've never legitimately seen someone put in an eyepiece and then go about their day. So we suggested... The Monocle Manhunt. We want to try and find... Just anyone out there who is rocking a monocle or probably anyone out there whose granddad is rocking a monocle. Now, the the reason it was called the Monocle Manhunt is because we hadn't heard from Francisco yet on the phone. He called yesterday on 131060 and came up with this perla. I'm thinking about uh, the Monocle Chronicles. That is a better name. That is a... Better name. Better name. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we've come up with uh, Monocle Manhunt. Francisco's gone, what about... Monocle Chronicles. The Monocle Chronicles have begun. And we've gone for that now. So these are the tales of the Monocle Chronicles. Now, we said 131060, get on the phone if you know anyone who has this. Please still do right now. Similarly, you can get on the Facebook, Instagram, really wherever, and message us and make sure that we know that you know someone with a monocle. Now, I looked on the Facebook page just before. Turns out I am not, I don't have access to it anymore. So Yeah, that's strange that they've kicked us off. Yeah, so Hopefully I, it's not in preparation for something. So if you have <laughs> sent it on Facebook, send it on Instagram because they still have not locked up the, the gates to that one yet. So I can check that. But as of right now, nothing. Look, I'm going to say not nothing for me. What do you mean? I've got an update for you. Okay. Carrie yesterday went to work and somebody reported back to her that their father, Mm. who unfortunately has passed away, but only passed away literally two and a half years ago, used to frequently wear a monocle. Wow. Okay. So we're talking a recent monocle sighting in camera. This person would have been around, unfortunately no longer with us, but would have been around... Uh, going to the shops, going to just general cafes, living life with a goddamn monocle. And that is absolutely something that was happening as recently as... Two and a half years ago. Yeah, like 2020, 2019. I... This so is this what I mean. Is, it, I don't it, want, but they're out there. They're out there. Is well, the point they were. Of, they were. I don't think this was the last person ever. I don't so want this to be a cold case. You know what I reckon we do tomorrow, if you'll indulge it, and it will require a little bit of work from producer Michael... I actually reckon. Oh, I'll call it off then. I reckon we actually try and get in contact with an optometrist and be like, <gasps> "Is it the worst thing in the world to prescribe someone a prescription on one of the side of their heads?" Yep. Like, I'm cross-eyed. Like, I was born that way. I yeah. had to wear an eye patch when I was a little kid. I cannot imagine my doctor, my optometrist, would be like, "Hey, yeah. you want to fix you? Just whack a glass on one of them." Actually, that probably would have fixed me now that I think about it. Anyway, yeah. the point here is we need to talk to an optometrist. You're I think right. we need to get into You're an optometrist. Right. Is it something you can even prescribe anymore? I need to know if this is even something that the world is ready for. Do people still want monocles? Because of how cold this has gone, I've got to only assume that it's not something optometrists even can give you a prescription for. The Monocle for. Chronicles. We will get to the bottom of this, Canberra. Leave it with us. I do a little shopping today. Maybe I'll pop into Specsavers and just see if you can even buy a monocle. I, I without having been in a Specsavers for, I don't know, 10 years, no, they don't sell some monocles. The Monocle Chronicles.
Canberra, this is your this is your bit of radio, guys. This is this is for you to get involved. Please in. reach out as well if you are a monocle magnate. Mm. What are we saying if you what are we what are we deputizing the listeners as? Monocle. I don't want to say monocle man. It's very <laughs> exclusive. Yeah. It's the middle of the year. We need a holiday. Yeah, this we is, do this need is the... Let's go to Japan. Yeah. I promise we'll come back with great ideas. The Monocle Chronicles. Tomorrow. Update. A P- conclusion. Potential optometrist on the show. <laughs> Maybe someone who's even just passing as an optometrist. We'll find out. <laughs> Champagne Radio continues tomorrow. Josh, earlier this week, at the beginning of it, Apple unveiled something that they were touting as the biggest thing since they unveiled their iPhone. Which, yeah. honestly, with a couple of days removed, I can see why they would think that. Like, yep. it is huge. At the moment, I will say, I will say in like five years, I think it's going to be like really, really revolutionary and it's going to really change a bunch of stuff. But as of right now, it looks dumb and it's too expensive. It is. And I don't know anyone in my life, even the nutty Apple fanatics, who would buy this. Yeah. I put the nutty Apple fanatics into the category of the people who have brought the $1,000 headphones from Apple. Because as somebody who could be classed as... uh, professional in the audio medium yeah. that would be laughable to call me that but i wear head i've been wearing headphones every day for 16 years the apple air max pros are incredible they're really good but they're not worth one thousand they don't change the game they there are bose and sennheiser headphones yep. cheaper that do a better job yeah bizarre to me that people are paying that much money and i don't think even the people that buy them will buy these i think it's just too hard to justify like i really Ski honestly goggles. think it, do, it is um one of the major complaints, because a lot of people are sort of like me, where it's sort of like in five years, the fact that they're launching this technology now is very exciting. Because yeah. in five years, it'll be way more uh, like available to the general public, and hopefully it'll be a lot more... Mm, we'll be able to afford it. There's just no way at the moment. Cost of living crisis, interest rates going... How can you exactly, justify yeah. what's probably going to be Australian in the ballpark of $5,000 for this technology? As I said before, Apple are very stoked on this. Like They've said that this They're is pumped. the biggest thing that they've announced since the iPhone. If you, and I mean anyone out there, were unveiling a product, no matter how good it was, mm. and you announced the price... Probably the last thing you want to hear from the crowd you're announcing to is the sound that was let out audibly from the Apple announcement. The only thing before we play this audio to you, because Ned's 100% right, I will say is the price flashes up on the screen for a millisecond before the voiceover says what it is. That's why you hear the the, sound before the the announcement. The groan happens before the guys even said the price because people in the audience have read the price. This Have is, a oh, by the way, moron. By the way, moron behind the wheel right now currently. Mm-hmm. This is Business 101. If you're launching a product and the price gets you this sound, don't launch the product. Apple Vision Pro starts at $34.99. It will be available. <laughs> it's going to be a long night at Apple, baby. That is potentially one of the worst reactions to a launching something I've ever oh heard my in my God. life. Apple Vision Pro starts at $34.99. <laughs> How quickly do you think Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, is backstage going like, we can make this cheaper, right, yeah, guys? guys? Like, we need to, like, guys, at least $2,000. Why did we yeah. put the diamond-encrusted Why, why yeah. have we done that? Why? Why did we use Mars rocks as just components of this? Oh, no. Your mum and I are getting a divorce. Thirty-four ninety-nine. 
It's the same. It's the same. Like, why you should not yeah. be able to announcing a price point for something. Yeah, it shouldn't sound like you've just told a group of people that someone very well yeah. loved and famous has died. Yeah, guys, we are no longer going to the theme park anymore. <laughs> Nathan has unfortunately uh, gone to the toilet in his pants on the bus. Thirty four ninety nine. I know, yeah, I'm as disappointed as anyone. Well, not as Nathan, much as Nathan. Nathan's pretty upset Nathan's about Nathan's probably the most upset about this. Oh, my God. Apple Vision Pro starts at $34.99. Imagine if that's how we announced the show. Like, we were just like, hey, Ned and Josh, back from 6 a.m. $34.99. We listen, I wouldn't come we, in. Honestly, if we listen yeah, out loud yeah, enough yeah, yeah. and just put our ears out to the crowd, we no, probably no, no. would be able to hear that every no, no, day. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I think we're fine. Please also, by the way, if you disagree, don't feel free to reach out. <laughs> I think you know what I think would probably happen? The opposite, because there's one place on Earth, and I'm saying it's the Samsung head office where this happened. Apple Vision Pro starts at 34 <laughs> Thanks we for the free key. We don't have to worry yeah. about this product at all. Yeah, we're good, guys. <laughs> Ned. Airline travel. Hate it. I love it. That's nice. I'm a big fan of planes. I'm a big fan of logistics and all that. So I get nerdy about that stuff. So I do enjoy air travel as a concept. I do agree with you, though. It's not having a highlights reel at the moment. There are lots of problems with delays, lots of problems with, you know, cancellations, all sorts of things. We're about to try and go to Japan on a quite a low-cost carrier. So I'm very nervous about how that's all going to go. A carrier that has been in the news a lot lately for just straight-up cancelling flights. Uh, We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But... I don't want to put a curse on us because this has absolutely nothing to do with any Australian airlines at the moment and everything to do. There's an Air New Zealand proposition to potentially be putting bunk beds in economy. Like beds, beds? Beds, beds. Like lay down bed, Lay down bed, bed beds. That's... I don't... Mm, that seems crazy unsafe. Look, we have done this already on the show. Yeah. So that means you've forgotten about this concept, but that's fine. That's no. okay. We've talked about this already, but we, it was very hypothetical. This is now past planning approval and is going to be being put into planes. I remember us talking about this. Yeah, sorry. I was giving you the benefit of the doubt because I'm like, I remember talking about you this. You think I'd forgotten? I thought you'd forgotten. And I was like, I don't want to ruin it all. But uh, yeah, that means essentially your ass is... Your, like someone's butt will be right in front of you. Darling, so let me be very, very clear. You are combining two things here because that is another thing that's being talked about. Double decker seats. <laughs> so right, you really do mean laying down. I How mean, is that a good idea? That's beds. such a stupid idea. So these are two innovations that yeah. are being talked about at the moment. Yeah. Bunk beds, literally six bunk beds. Bunk beds in economy. Yeah. I don't know how that works with sharing them. I yeah. don't know how because apparently you rent them for a little bit of time. So you rent them for a little bit of time, and you also then have to go. go well, are they changing the bedding? Are they changing the pillows? So you don't even get it for a full flight. You don't get it for a full flight. Nah, nah this is one of the stupidest things So you things I've would prefer the double-decker seats, yes. which is, as you said, they're stacking people on top of each other. By the way, it's like, yeah, it's like the same as like, I'd probably, I'd re- prefer to lose my uh, pinky toe than my pinky finger. I don't yeah. want either of them to happen, but if I had to pick one, laying down in a capsule like this, and not even for the full flight. Not for the full flight. You get like an hour. You get like two hours or something down there. I would do it if essentially I got into, uh, funnily enough, where we're going, one of those Japanese little capsule hotels. Oh, yeah. I slipped into one of those and then they hooked me up to some general anesthetic and then I just woke <laughs> up and they're like, hey, guess what? Now you're in Singapore. I'd you're be describing like, the fifth element. Great. Yeah, that's bring what it you're on. describing. Knock me out and wake me up when I'm in New Delhi. Like, I don't care. It does bring a new, new meaning to wake me up before you go. Go, go. Yeah. I 
This is for me. The bed thing is absolutely the way to go. The no. double decker seats I could not get on board for. The bed thing, however, I could, and I'll tell you why. I came back from LA earlier in the year, and it was the longest flight I've ever been on. It was a sixteen-hour flight. Yeah, I would have given. Yeah, I'd say near on a thousand dollars. Real speak, I probably would have paid a thousand dollars to be able to lay down flat yeah. for like even forty five minutes, mm. just to get just to get some stretch out comfort. Yeah. So that's why these economy beds are actually genius. I think they'll. I don't think they should sell them until the flight's in motion, and then it should be a bidding system. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be tremendous. A entertainment for the other passengers. Drive the price up. And B yeah. a mozza. They'd make a mozza doing this on a demand based system. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only thing I'm worried about is the seatbelts they'd have to put on you would look like they're sending you to Arkham City. Yeah, that's <laughs> like probably Arkham true. Asylum. They'd have to strap you down so you, when there was turbulence, you didn't break your nose. Or you'd and have to your sign knees. a 75 page waiver, yeah, yeah, one or yeah, the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome into the show. You've made a great choice to be here. You're a very, very intelligent person, probably quite attractive as well. That's just a guess, but maybe it's an educated guess. It's an educated guess. Uh, good looking listeners. Exactly right. I certainly think so. The best listeners in the territory, I'll say. Uh, Josh, there are a lot of internet phrases that get thrown around. Obviously, quite quitting is a very popular one recently where you just essentially quit your job without doing anything. But then there's been ones like ghosting. But then even further back, I guess you have like lol and ASAP and stuff. Is that internet speak? The internet has invented quite a lot of terms. Yeah. Um, there is a new one that's... I don't see it catching on because it's just so non-eventful that I don't see why... I just don't... Why does it need a name? Why does this thing need a name? It's mostly directed at young people. But what the phrase is, is bed rotting. Now, when I first read this, I was like, is it like not washing your sheets, which is super gross? That's a gr- super gross way to put it. But like, is that what it is? Like young people aren't washing their sheets as much or whatever. What it actually is, is... I'm trying to think. Okay. Can I guess? Yep. Does it have something to do with the mattresses that come in a box? No, that's actually a pretty good idea as well. No, yeah. it doesn't have anything to do it doesn't with it. Because that's a bit of a craze at the moment. It is, it is. And those bo- those uh, mattresses are apparently are always incredible. What it is, is... Just Do we just want to say it? Koala mattresses. Koala They're mattresses, crazy. yeah. They're yeah. crazy. They are They're crazy. apparently great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they apparently sponsor anyone, yeah. literally anyone well, that I'll mentions take a mattress. them. So yeah, that's my... why I thought we'll just mention yeah. them because they apparently literally give out a promo code to anyone who mentions them. If koala mattresses want to send me a mattress, great. All for it. Fantastic. Because my dog won't stop peeing on one that I have currently, so I need a new mattress. And my mattress is like 11 years old. Yeah, Prove so... me wrong yeah. that I don't believe in the mattress <laughs> that comes in a box. Well, sleep rotting is maybe something you would do in a koala mattress because what it is is... Essentially, well, I'll read a verbatim. Bed rotting is just staying in bed all day, not caring what is happening outside in the world at large, just curled up in a cocoon pretending the, pretending the world doesn't exist. Um, There's a couple of things the internet's doing at the moment that I really don't get around, and I don't know if it's Zoomers or whatever. Like, gen, like I'm from Gen Y. We copped a lot of crap, so maybe it's time the Zoomers start getting blamed for a lot of stuff, but yeah. I don't know whether it's Gen Z or... But just couple of things that are happening en masse on the internet at the moment that I'm not a big fan of. People diagnosing themselves with things that yeah. medical professionals need to diagnose them with. Yeah. And 
trying to make depression quirky. Like, yeah, no, bed rot, this just sounds like being depressed. But people which have always real been th- trying to do that. Which Pe- is a real thing. Like, that's a yeah. real thing. People have been doing, like, the, ooh, depression's cool and, and, and yeah, but it's interesting not and whatever. Like, you can actually do stuff about it, eat, I also, eat healthier, try and go outside. Like, do, like I, I get depression. You do things about it. You don't just go, oh, I've got bed rot and now yeah. I'm just going to lay in bed and do nothing. Well, I don't know who's making up these... Like uh, it's either old people making these up, which there's no good call. There's no way to direct anger at young people. It's young people making these up who are so n- unself aware that they. It's like you. There is, you know how you never wanted to spend all day in bed and like you didn't. You wanted to eat things that like made you feel healthier and you wanted to like exercise and stuff. It's like you know how you don't want to do that anymore. That actually, as Josh said. Is something. Yeah. That's not bedrock. It's, it's got a term already. It has a term. It's not. But let me be clear yeah. about this. This is also just, this can be self-care. If you want to spend a day in bed just reading or just going I, on, like, that's a, that's fine. You don't need to make it a dirty thing by giving it a term. It's either something you're doing for days on end, yeah. which is a bit of a problem, which, or something yeah. you just do occasionally to have a bit of a recharge, which my, is fine. My dad has given me complexes uh, so I can't enjoy this, but yeah. it, it, it actually pains me to say that my... He'd give you my, the whole go-outside complex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, what are you wasting a beautiful day? My ideal day, one trillion percent would be I wake up at 10 then I go back to sleep at 10 30 and I wake up at 3 and then I get up and have some lunch and I go back to sleep and I wake up the next morning that would be my ideal day yeah, see there you go that's, that's just it, sleeping all but day you're not talking every day no 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 if okay here's the thing if you are literally rotting in your bed <laughs> that's not good if already, you are just laying in bed all day for a day that's not bad. It's fine. It can be you a can bit do of a, whatever you want. It's docking. You yeah. know, you're just recharging the batteries. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> well, <laughs> docking into like a recharge. Oh, I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I especially because of the Nintendo Switch nowadays. I can play a full video game console from my bed. Yeah, great. That's fine. That's what I mean. Look, I, I'd say this internet. Bed rot's only a problem if there is another thing that already has bed in front of it. If you're getting bed sores, that's when you. That's when you've been in when bed. When you're literally rotting in your bed. Too long. Get out. Too long. You need to get up. Ned, producer Michael joins us in the studio this morning because I think for this next topic, you may be little to no help. Okay. Me. Oh. You know what the great news is, though? Mm. Ned, you'll still get like a peripheral. That's like, fine. I'm happy pe- to be a lab rat. You're allowed to have an opinion. I just don't think you're invested. Okay. okay? Michael. Hi. Um... Have you availed yourself of the Tim Tams in the office over the last month? Uh, I actually haven't touched the Tim Tams. I actually haven't even seen a Tim Tam. Okay, very good. Mm. Very good. This doesn't backfire. Ned's looking at me like, oh, you're up shit creek now. I'm not. This no, hasn't no, no, backfired no. on me no, no, because no. this actually he might help prove my point. So you... You were aware, though, in theory, that the officers had Tim Tams. In in the past, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It has been happening off and on for about a month. Yes. Now, I spoke to yeah, Keely yeah. about it yesterday because she was also... she's. I think she's been a big proponent of the Tim Tams. I think she, she's a snack supplier. She may even, yeah, as I said, as you just said, sorry, the, the person providing the Tim Tams. Yeah. I opened a new packet like two days ago of one of like the family share Tim Tams. So there's probably about... Yeah, it's like you get 36. Is it 36 in there or 28? It wouldn't be. That's that's madness. So I think it would be maybe 24. Yeah, yeah. I would oh, okay. it's, yeah. Two, it's like yeah. two normal packets. Two yeah. rows of 12. I do, yeah, as I said, it, I'm like, that does seem like a lot of Tim Tams. So I opened them on Tuesday and yep. had two. Yep. And went back to get... So you had four. 
I had three. Okay? <laughs> let's meet in the middle. Let's No, yeah. let's be fair. Because I was like, there's no way. I'm not going to call it out, but there's no way you had I two. did have four. Yeah. There were four <laughs> consumed yeah. by good, good, good. Okay, which yeah. leaves 20. Yeah. Uh, and the problem is that I went to get some yesterday, and they were gone. They were gone. And not only were they gone, but the box, packet, everything's in the bin. It's gone. It's like, been there was completely no, consumed. No trace of them ever being there. Yeah. That explains why I didn't see it, because this they went so quickly. Yes, yes. Can we call time on this as an experiment? Because yeah. I think Tim Tams in an office is stupid. Mm. They're too more, more, more and that's why there is never any available, because the second somebody, i.e. me, opens a packet, they're gone within, like, 40 minutes. Yeah. It's not a good office snack. I agree. I said this a couple of months ago when this first started happening, or a couple of weeks ago, whenever it was. I was like, how do you just go and have one and then do not... Like, isn't the thing about Tim Tams, oh, you go and have just, as many yeah, as you want? I could get the whole packet done. But... It's Honestly, like, I could. That 24-pack, I could get that done. I equate it to, like, popcorn. It's like, there's not just an open bag of popcorn in the cupboard. hundred percent. Like, you, you don't just go there and, like, ooh, ah, that's enough, and put them back. Like, you, it's, it's not to be shared, really. What a surprise this has been. Obviously, yeah. now, the reason people new to the show might not realise why I said Ned was not going to be any help here is because he doesn't like chocolate. But yeah. you've, you've said the most insightful thing yeah. of this conversation so far. <laughs> I'm like you, a... You, I'm, you're right. You are, maybe we needed your outside opinion yeah. to shine some light on this whole topic. I'm like... Batman, I sit above the, the city streets and observe the Tim Tam eaters. And so I've just observed your, like, natural habits, and it does seem like it gives off the same mm. energy. Similarly to, like, honestly, like a sleeve of crackers. Like, if you're having a sleeve of crackers, I don't know, with a charcuterie board or whatever, it feels very weird to leave, like, I don't know, seven at the end. You're like, well... Mm. Might as well just use them all, surely. What might need to happen if Tim Tams want to continue existing in the office is kind of like how supermarkets set on prime drinks yeah. or what they did with toilet paper in, in COVID and essentially buying limits yeah, slash yeah. taking limits. One per yeah. customer. It is like a one... Yeah, okay. Maybe you have to like sign in and out if you want to have a Tim Tam or something. <laughs> the general volatility of our office at any given point, yeah. I reckon we, that will devolve to riots like it did during COVID in the supermarkets yeah. within yeah. minutes. I think we'll all be fighting each other in the kitchen <laughs> to try and get Tim Tam. No, so I think that's great. a bad idea. Is there like... Um, is the is the structural integrity, the way that it's formed, is that what's appealing about a Tim Tam? I know obviously the chocolate, the, the flavours and stuff. It's the but taste. Like, I'm just saying no, I get what you're trying to ask. Like, but why have they not made a Tim Tam ball? I put them so... They have. I put them oh, so... Oh, really? Yeah, you can get little Tim Tam bites. Yeah. Oh, they're, and they're like, like little balls. Really? Yeah. yeah. God, I put the thing so, so quickly into my head that I couldn't even describe the yeah. texture of a Tim Tam. It is it's like just, seeing a duck eat <laughs> it's bread. It's in and odd. gone. Yeah. That's the whole problem. No more Tim Tams in the office. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards-Johnson. Canberra's Hit 104.7. Oh, 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 oh,